Get ready for battle. Your friends are not prepared for this fight. Hawkins will fall. Because it's a fight for royalty. But these guys... with the wrong princess. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend. Friday, July 1st through Sunday, July 3rd, we are counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Tim Allen has weighed into the muck that is the discourse surrounding Pixar's Lightyear. During an interview with Extra for his new History Channel show, More Power, Allen offered his two cents on Chris Evans taking over the voice role of Buzz Lightyear in the new animated movie. Now, there's a reason he hasn't spoke about this publicly before. Have a listen. The short answer is I've stayed out of this because it has nothing to do, as I've said a long time ago, we talked about this many years ago, what... And, it came up in one of the sessions. I said, "That well, what a fun movie that would be. And that was, we spoke about it, all of the, the, but the brass that did the first four movies is not this, this is a whole new team that really have nothing to do with the first movies. And they're, as I said to early, I thought it was a live action when they said they were doing a live action. That's what yeah. I thought. It mean real, you know, humans, not an animated thing. And really they're, as Hanks and I, where there's really no Toy Story buzz without Woody, so I, I don't, I'm not sure what, 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 what the idea. I'm a plot guy. Yeah. And this was done in the in this 1997. It, it would it would seem to be a big adventure story, and I, as I see, it's not it's not a big adventure story. It's a wonderful story. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't seem to have any any connection to the toy. Well, you can see for yourself if you haven't already. Lightyear is playing in theaters now. The CW just swiftly put an end to the new Drooniverse. On Thursday, the network canceled the Nancy Drew spinoff Tom Swift after airing only five episodes of its first season. According to Deadline, which first reported this news, the decision was based purely on the low ratings, and CBS Studios is planning to find another home for the series if there's interest. In an effort to erase all traces of the truly terrible CBS version of Love Island USA, producers of the series are making big changes for season four. Peacock has revealed that the new host of Love Island USA will be none other than Modern Family star Sarah Hyland. That comes after news that the show would be moving to Peacock, where it will stream six days a week. And last week, Peacock announced that it was replacing the American narrator with Ian Sterling, the very funny writer and comedian who helps make the original UK version of Love Island so gosh darn entertaining. And there are some first looks you should check out, including Kate Winslet in Avatar 2, the reboot of the classic game show Password starring Jimmy Fallon and host Kiki Palmer, and Michael Douglas as founding father Benjamin Franklin for an upcoming limited series, plus our picks for the best music moments, albums, and books of the year so far. Those are all at EW.com, which of course is where you can find more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more. Miss Mississippi is on the main stage tonight. Our number five pick this weekend is a special episode of Pea Valley about Keyshawn's origin story. 
In the present, she's taking a detour from the Dirty Dozen tour with Lil Murda to have her own performance at an Atlanta club. But in a series of flashbacks, we see how Keyshawn grew up, so fans can learn more about the fan-favorite character. Here's a preview. Tonight is your night, and your night alone. Tomorrow, we start another two-week tour. I gotta get home. No, no, no. What you gonna do is get this money. You have not been with these kids for two weeks. Who's putting food on the table? I'm taking care of you. When we spoke with star Shannon Thornton about the episode, she expressed her excitement, but also nerves about the responsibility of carrying an entire episode. Viewers will get to see where Keyshawn comes from and how she got into the abusive relationship she's in with Derek. She teased to us, quote, all those questions are answered in this episode. Head to the past with Keyshawn on P-Valley Sunday at 10 on Stars. We are wigging out over our number four pick, the new episode of Trixie Motel. The RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars winner and self-proclaimed world-famous drag queen with a passion for makeup artistry, Trixie Mattel, has a lot on her plate. She runs a successful cosmetics company, a YouTube channel, and hosts the hilarious YouTube shows Uh and Netflix's I Like to Watch on YouTube with her comedy partner, Katya. But now she's taking on a whole new beast, renovating a motel in Palm Springs. Trixie's good friend, rapper Iggy Azalea, stops by in the latest episode to help Trixie on a top-secret hotel mission. Here's a clip. I feel like I've got the swing of renovating this motel, but in nine short weeks, we'll have living, breathing guests here, and I don't know anything about maintaining a motel. Luckily, I have a friend who can teach me the ins and outs of this sort of thing. Where is Iggy? Hello. Trixie? Hi. Hey, Hello. What are you wearing? I'm wearing the disguise like you told me to keep it low-key. I told you to wear a trench coat. I mean, you can see right through this. True to my brand, but nobody's used to seeing me as a natural blonde. So. Well, thank you for coming. You look so gorgeous. Oh, no, thank you. I heard that you needed my help. I do. I'm opening a motel in town. This is a stunning, gorgeous it hotel is. here. It is. And I need you to help me learn how to clean a motel room. They do not know that we are huge celebrities, so we're going to go in there and follow my lead. Okay. Just two local women. Wow, it's so beautiful in here. Good morning, welcome to Kimpton Row in Palm Springs. How may I assist you? Well, I'm Dakota Fanning, and this is my little sister, Elle Fanning. And we're two Hollywood actresses here making a film, and we'd love to check in. We have a reservation. Well, with the help of her boyfriend and co-owner David, as well as celebrity guests like Leslie Jordan and Lisa Vanderpump, Trixie can renovate this shabby motel into the chicest in Palm Springs. Stay the night in the Yeehaw Cowgirl Room, or maybe the space-themed out-of-this-world room is more your style? Either way, tune in to a new episode of Trixie Motel, streaming now on Discovery+. Plus. We are ready to seal the deal on our number three pick, the series debut of The Terminal List. Having recently faced off against dinosaurs in Jurassic World Dominion, Chris Pratt is now battling both a conspiracy and his own brain as a Navy SEAL on Prime Video's action thriller series. We ask the Guardians of the Galaxy star to give us the lowdown on this adaptation of ex-Navy SEAL Jack Carr's best-selling novel. 
Yes, uh, I play Lieutenant Commander James Reese in The Terminal List, which is based on New York Times bestselling uh, book by author Jack Carr, The Terminal List. And he's a Navy SEAL uh, commander who loses his entire troop overseas in a, a mission gone wrong. And he comes home with conflicting memories of what has happened and what went down on that op. We realize he's a bit of a, un, an unreliable narrator. Uh, his own recollection is is foggy and, and at some points incorrect. And as this conspiracy around him starts to unravel, we're forced to question whether or not he's losing his mind or actually at the center of a conspiracy. And it's a it's a psychological thriller that uh, has aspects of revenge and conspiracy uh, through and through. It's eight episodes. It'll keep you guessing. And uh, a lot of high impact action, and um, you know, essentially a love letter to the genre of the thriller and to the Navy SEAL community. Pratt's best friend is played by Friday Night Lights and true detective star Taylor Kitsch, who explains that his character became close with Reese while they both served together in the military. I played Ben Edwards, uh, Reese's best friend, confidant, born and raised in the on the beach more or less in Venice, sleeves the tats. These guys went through buds training together, went overseas and fought together. So there's that brotherhood within themselves that really drives this film, I mean, this series. And, um, and you see a duplicity and you, with Ben, and there's a very fine line we're walking throughout uh, of where this is going. And Ben's a guy that's also checking in with him uh, throughout the whole series as well. So there's some twists and turns that I cannot talk about, but they're worth waiting for. Well, you won't have to wait very long. The whole first season of The Terminal List, which also stars Constance Wu, Riley Keogh, and Gene Triplehorn, is streaming now on Amazon Prime Video. It's trivia time. Female directors have become a vital part of the film and TV industry, adding female voices and perspectives where they were previously unwelcome. So which of our first three picks this weekend had all female directors in its first season on air? Was it The Terminalist, Trixie Motel, or P-Valley? Stick around for the answer, as well as our soundbite of the week and top two picks. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. What? 
Lizzo has been putting the fab in fabulous ever since she burst onto the music scene in 2016 with her hit Good As Hell. Now with her new shapewear line Yiddy, new music coming soon, and her prime video show Lizzo's Watch Out For The Big Girls, she's got a lot to talk and sing about. And she did just that on the Late Late Show's latest carpool karaoke segment, where she actually had to take a quick break for a little adjustment. That moment is our soundbite of the week. I got a confession to make. Go on. This thong is so far up my ass right now. Okay. It's breaking skin. <laughs> Do you want to give it an adjustable? We can pull I'm, over. No, you can drive. I just want to let you know. I'm going to bend over. Okay. I'm going to just concentrate on the road. There's a... Yeah. It's so far up my ass. <gasps> <gasps> You can look. Wow. I feel like oxygen just went back to my brain. <laughs> Top Gear America returns with a new season today on Motor Trend Plus. That show is for anyone who loves fast cars and great tricks. But when he's not feeling the need for speed and settles instead for a night in on his sofa, we had to wonder what co-host Rob Cordry was checking out. So, Rob, what you watching? All right. Currently, I am watching uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi because doy. Uh, there's no reason for this show whatsoever. We know what, what happens, uh, but uh, it's fantastic. Way better than the Book of Boba Fett. Although, when the Book of Boba Fett turned into the Mandalorian season three whatever it it got good um i uh, watching outer range which is probably the best show i've seen in a long time josh brolin western sci-fi uh oh the man who fell to earth great show uh it's on hbo it's um a remake of the david bowie film from the 70s i believe and it's it's very uh, relevant and also uh, exciting. And Jimmy Simpson uh, is the bad guy, and he's one of my favorite bad guys. Um, Hacks, I just finished. Hacks. I'm just going to give it one of these. Uh, For All Mankind, I am watching the third, the third season of uh, because it's probably one of the better revisionist revisionist history is really hard to get right and they do it really well and my brother's in it nate cordry so watch it for nate cordry um love death and robots you can tell i'm on a big sci-fi kick right um and uh and then i'm just gonna zip through shows that i'm watching that are a little bit older but that i can binge because i like watching shows before they come out years and years I, well, as they already came out, rather. Years and Years, uh, good show, British show. Uh, Counterpart, J.K. Simmons, you can't go wrong. Sweet Tooth, I'm watching with my daughter. Um, uh, Race by Wolves was good. And uh, I mean, I, I could say Severance, but everybody knows that. That's That's like required viewing. So... There's a lot more. I actually have a list. 
Get ready to watch Joey King go to battle in The Princess, our number two pick for the weekend. Now, The Princess is no one's damsel in distress. Oh, no. In this action film, King plays a young woman who has zero intention of marrying the sociopath who intends to force her into a marriage so that he can take over her kingdom. She goes into battle fighting to save her family and that kingdom. Here's a preview. I'm not a piece of property to be traded. But these guys... with the wrong princess. Well, in the film, King's princess fights all of them with a little help from a friend, some armor, and a sword. And she was excited to take on the challenge of being an action star. She told us a bit about her training process. It scared me a little bit. I was like, I've never done anything like this. I don't have training in fight sequences. I don't have martial arts training. And so I knew that because it scared me, I really wanted to do it. But I was very nervous going into the training process. Um, and I, I just, the only thing I knew is that I wanted to be able to get to a level where I was good enough to do most of my own fighting in this movie. Um, and so that was extremely difficult. Um, I learned so much in such a short period of time, but I'm so proud to say because of the support of everyone around me, I was able to do like 85 to 90% of what you see on, on camera now. Get ready to have a blast watching King save the day as our newest action hero. The Princess is available to stream on Hulu right now. How stranger could things get on our number one pick for the weekend? As it turns out, a lot stranger. Stranger Things returns this Friday with the final two episodes of season four. After the Netflix mega hit unleashed the first seven episode volume of its penultimate season in June. But like Jamie Campbell Bauer, who plays Big Bad Vecna, told EW in a recent interview, the show gets bigger. And not just because each of the two episodes is the length of a movie. Um, I'm going to tow the party line here. I'm going to tell you something that you've probably heard from a lot of other actors on a lot of other shows, but it gets bigger. If you thought that it was as big as it could get, it's not. It goes further, both visually, story-wise, and emotionally for all the characters. Um, it, it really is quite an explosive um Climax, let's say. Let's say. I know lots of people have used the word explosive and scope and scale, but I, but you know, I do mean that it goes, it goes a lot further, and, and, and we get to, we get to know more um, as well. We, 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 we learn a lot more as, as an audience in these final two episodes as well. Spoiler alert for anyone still catching up on their binging, but season four came with a revelation that Vecna, the new threat terrorizing Hawkins in a very Freddy Krueger-like way, is actually Henry Creel, a.k.a. One. He was the very first psychic child that inspired all of Papa's experiments on Eleven in the Hawkins, Indiana lab. The two telekinetics are jonesing for a rematch, but it seems there could be a body count this time around. Catch the premiere of Volume 2 of Stranger Things, streaming now on Netflix. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which of our picks for this weekend had all female directors for its first season on air? Was it The Terminal List, Trixie Motel, or P-Valley? 
Well, you should be tickled pink if you got this right. The answer is P-Valley. The star show's first season was directed solely by female directors. And when asked about that decision, creator Katori Hall said it wasn't actually deliberate. She said that she'd ask each possible director she met with to define the female gaze in their own words, since that's the show's point of view. Only the female director she met with gave answers that she deemed good enough. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, Nick Romano, Clark Collis, and Alaman Johannes. Edited by Lauren Klein. Produced by Ashley Boucher. Hosted and produced by Jared Hall. And executive produced by Chanel Johnson. Watch. Watch.